0: I'm Jen kate And I'm Gen Xer-Jeremy. And, and together, together we're, we're talking, talking serious shit. shit. G'day, guys, and welcome to a solo podcast, because the wonderful Kate is uh, on holidays, and normally I would wait for her, but given that the election has been called, I thought I would do a very quick one just to give a overall summary, give some key points that I want to get out, and we will come back in a couple of weeks to do a more in-depth, how's it all going and and, and what's, what's it like on the road and things like that. So the first thing I want to do, and this is the most important thing for anyone who has turned 18, and you can turn 18 on the actual day of the election. And just to let you know, the day of the election is going to be the 21st of May. So if you turn 18 before or on the day of the 21st of May 2022, Uh, you can then be registered to vote. And how you do that and what you should definitely do is go on to the AEC website, which is the Australian Electoral Commission, aec.gov.au and register to vote. Um, It's so important that as many people as possible get to vote. It is compulsory voting in Australia. um, And you have, and this is the thing to highlight, only until the 18th of April. 2022. So not long at all. You have 8pm, up to 8pm local time to actually go and register. And if your address has changed since the last election, again, you need to go onto that website and change your address. So make sure you do it. That's aec.gov.au. And you've got until uh, 8pm local time on Monday, the 18th of April 2022 to do both those things. So coming up to the election, And the thing I wanted to say to you today is that there are three ways you can vote this election and the old traditional way of turning up with the election sausage as they do at the schools and you go to the polling booth and vote, uh, that's still obviously available. The second way is what we call a pre-poll vote. So a pre-poll vote is actually something where you still go to a polling booth and there will be one in every electorate, if not several in in an electorate, and you can do that up to two weeks before the election. So you don't need to register, you don't need to do anything other than just turn up at that pre poll uh, booth and vote. And you can do that again anytime up to two weeks before the election. The third way, and we, we sort of, uh, this is a, another traditional way, is what we call a postal vote. And that is when you go on and register with the Electoral Commission that you're going to be away or interstate or overseas, and you get a ballot paper actually sent to your home. You vote in the home or wherever you want to, and then you fill it out and post it. That's the postal vote. So the three ways, again, normal election day, go to the polling booth, pre-poll vote up to two weeks, any time up to two weeks before the election, and that's in every seat. Uh, and you just again, go to the AEC website to find out where your pre- poll votes are. Don't need to register, you can just turn up. Or oh, the third way is a postal vote. Now most of you will be getting inundated with postal vote application forms from candidates within your seats. Now they're not official le- uh, from they're not officially from the AEC, but they actually do send your application to the AEC so they actually do it on your behalf. You can actually go to the AEC website and do it on the website if you don't want to do it through your local member who would have written to you or another candidate, whether it be Labor, Liberal, Greens, whoever, independent, uh, they go and, and vote for you, fill that out. So either do the website. And again, if you're interstate, you will have to go to a special interstate polling booth on the day of the election. But... If you are, for example, I'm in Sydney, uh, I live in Sydney, and if I was travelling to, say, Kingscliff, where my family are, uh, if I was going to Kingscliff, because it's in within, within New South Wales, I don't have to go to a special booth. I can go to any booth within Kingscliff area, and I can vote because I am from New South Wales. If I was to go next door in Queensland, which is only 10 minutes up the road, I would have to go to a special interstate booth that would allow me to vote in my electorate. Uh, and so, again, you'll have to look all that up. So, But generally, if you're going to be interstate, you're better off to do a pre-poll vote or you do a postal vote. Interesting thing on election night is if you did a postal vote, they're not actually counted. So the results we see on election night are the votes counted by the voting happening that day in the booths, or the votes that are undertaken by the postal votes. Not sorry, scrub that, done by the pre-poll votes. Uh, we don't actually count the postal votes too much later. So that's probably why in some seats where there's a very close call, you will have many days of waiting because they've got to count the postal votes. And what they've got to do then is make sure that they register them, make sure there's no double dipping, no one's done a vote here and a vote there, and then, you know, vote early, vote often, as they say. used to say. Um, so that's probably why. So anyway, let's get to the election. So the 21st of May 2022 is going to be election day. And so what we're after is essentially... To win government, you need to get the majority in the House of Representatives. And there's 151 seats up for grabs in the House of Representatives. Listen to our other podcasts uh, about Federation, which will give you some background about how that's all set up. But essentially, a federal seat is determined by the number of people. It's divided up by essentially 100,000 people per electorate. And there's 151 seats in the House of Representatives. Currently, the coalition holds 77 seats. Labor holds 68 seats and the independents hold six seats. So very close Um, in numbers. We actually need to have you need to actually have 76. You need to win, sorry, uh, 76 seats to actually win the House of Representatives, the majority in the House of Representatives. So you can see that the coalition only needs to lose one and then it's in trouble. So what we're going to see is the Labor Party not only need to win seats off the Liberals, but the Liberals to stay in government will need to win seats off Labor. There has been a redistribution uh, around Australia and what that's happened is these redistributions, which means they changed the seats, and essentially a seat... Um, have abolished what was normally a notionally liberal seat of Sterling in Western Australia has been removed and no longer exists. So the Libs are already behind in one. And they've also created a new seat of Hawke after obviously Bob Hawke. And it is notionally a Labor seat in Victoria. So that means that the, the Labor have gained one so what we've seen is in the redistribution, which is independently done by the Electoral, uh, the electoral uh, Commission, um, that the, the government has actually had a net loss of one seat even before the starting guns happened. So they really do need to stay in government to win seats. And that's why you're going to see the Prime Minister campaigning in Labour held seats. Now, in a a, a normal election, when a government had a majority of about 10 seats, you would never find them actually campaigning to try and take seats. They would generally just be all about keeping the seats that they have. But because the numbers are so tight in this current parliament, the government needs to win seats. And so they're fighting seats around the country. Uh, there's some certain seats that are very vulnerable for Labor because they're on very, very low margins. They just won them. If you have a look in the, um, for example, uh, Macquarie, uh, which is held by Labor at the moment, but they only won it by naught point two percent So there only needs to be more than that sort of swing. And then the seat can go to the Liberal Party. Uh, and also there's things like Gilmore, which has a 2.6% margin, which means that there doesn't have to be that much movement for it to go to the Liberals. The Liberals have seats that they need to actually watch, and one of their most uh, riskier seats are down in Tasmania. Bass, it's only on a 0.4% margin. Chisholm in um, Victoria, 0.5%. Uh, but there's other seats as well that are normally what we would say are safe Liberal seats that are going to be in very much uh, play this election because of the rise of independence. We've seen last election when McKellar, uh sorry, Warringah, which was Tony Abbott's old seat, went to an independent, very safe Liberal seat, uh, went to an independent and now you're seeing the same sort of independents being targeted in safe Liberal seats in Wentworth, uh, in East Sydney, North Sydney, uh, there's a, in, in, in Goldstein, uh, in Victoria. The, these would be normally safe Liberal seats. And all of a sudden, because they see a momentum in change within those electorates towards the Liberals, um you're seeing independent high profile independents rising up and taking a a real chance of getting those seats uh It's most likely in Moringa the independent there will keep her seat um the liberals won't won't win that back this election um so it does mean that if there is a hung parliament, all of a sudden those seats those independents become very very important because If they do determine who the government will be, they will play a very, very important role. And we went down this track. Remember when the Tony Abbott, Julia Gillard election happened and the independents decided that painful press conference that went on forever and ever and ever and ever. They decided. So that's why you will get people talking about the safe Liberal seats uh, as being in play. And you'll see the Prime Minister out actually campaigning in Labor Party seats, trying to win them over. So anyway, that's just a snapshot, just a very, very juicy little snapshot. I wouldn't say that juicy, but it's a little bit. Anyway, uh, of what's going to happen. We will come back when when Kate's back and rested and ready to go to have uh, uh, another podcast about the campaign. I'll talk about uh, what's happened then. Have a good Easter. Have a good break. Rest up. We've got six weeks of the election. Let us know any questions you want answered, any ideas you want us to play with uh, and do around the election, and we will happily do it. Hopefully next week you don't have my monotone voice. You actually have Kate to liven it all up. Until then, au revoir and happy campaigning.